Welcome to Business Ninjas, brought to you by Write For Me, where you'll hear from business leaders who are out there growing their business and slaying it every day. Learn from the masters. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Business Ninjas. I'm here today with Katie Cook. She's the Senior Director of Global Marketing at Whistle. Katie, welcome to the show. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah excited to have you. So, Katie, why don't you start and tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, good place to start. Uh, I, I grew up in the San Francisco Bay Area, um, and then I went to Vanderbilt in Nashville for college, um, but thought I was going to be a doctor. I studied neuroscience. I was pre-med, studied psychology. Um, the medicine and, and doctor route did not quite pan out, and I'm grateful today that it didn't. Um, but what I did do at Vanderbilt was work for um, our football department. And I absolutely fell in love. Um, I did it in my spare time, but um, just loved working in that team environment, loved working with athletes, loved just seeing how much joy and like fandom that um, it brought to so many different people. So um, I kind of lucked into uh, the sports and entertainment industry in that way. Um, and then after graduating, I moved to New York um, and worked for a really small um, marketing agency and had the chance to represent some NFL players um, in their off the field work. So any type of like branded content they would want to work on, I would kind of help them out with that. Um, and that's how I got introduced to Whistle. Um, one of our clients was working on a video at Whistle. Um, and again, kind of just like knew it was a place I had to work. Um, and the rest is kind of history. So um, I've been at Whistle now for six years and, um, and grateful to get to work with all different types of brands and teams and different sports leagues and athletes themselves still uh, to really help them build effective social strategies and grow their audience and reach new fans um, on all the different social platforms. I love that. It sounds like you've had a really interesting journey bringing you to Team Whistle. So tell me a little bit more about Team Whistle and, and what uh, what Team Whistle does. Yeah, absolutely. We've had quite the history, but um, we are a sports and entertainment media company. Um, and there are really two different um, main segments of our business. So um, the first is that we are a content publisher. So you can find um, Whistle across every major social platform from YouTube to TikTok to Threads. Um, and we create original programming um, that's really focused on the relatable off the field side of athletes and different celebrities. Um, and then we also have a content studio side of our business where um, we help partners do the same. So we take all of the learnings that we get every single day um, from posting content on our own channels, and we're able to apply that to our partners' channels um, and help them grow and create uh, effective strategies um, on their own. Love that. And why do you think it's so important for, you know, these athletes alike to share kind of that, like you said, that relatable side um, off the field? Yeah. I think the way sports fandom is evolving and just like the access that we have to players nowadays, nowadays is so unique. And when people are a fan of an athlete or of a sport, it's not just sitting down and watching the game on TV. They want to engage with that sport in every way possible. So from the different like clothing lines and drops that they do to learning about what, you know, the players like to do off the field, like watching Steph Curry play golf on a Sunday, people want to get to know that athlete and every part of that athlete and get that peek behind the curtain. So 
um, being able to kind of create that personal brand themselves and then have other brands kind of um, attach themselves and approach athletes in the same way. They're so much more complex than just the game they play. So we want to help brands showcase that. I love that. I love that. I think that's so important. And like you said, that accessibility um, and really people immersing themselves like in the sport, in the culture is, you know, definitely with the rise of social media is, is a huge, you know, a huge portion of, of, you know, an athlete's life. So, you know, I think that's really fascinating. So tell me a little bit about, you know, how Team Whistle is able to differentiate itself from its competition, because, you know, there are other companies out there, you know, why, why would an athlete choose to work with Team Whistle? Yeah, I think we've created a a really unique space for ourselves in sports and entertainment where I think focusing on the real stories and the real people behind your favorite athletes is something that not everyone else is, is really doing. Um, we don't focus on scores. We don't post about stats. We don't have breaking news on our channels. We don't have bro culture like some other companies. Um, so it's really all about like entertaining and uplifting young audiences. So um, we are all about positivity. Um, we want our viewers to be able to see themselves behind these celebrities. You know, they have the same passions, they have the same interests. They like to do the same things on a Saturday afternoon. Um, so we really kind of lean into that positivity um, and find that that's a really unique space for us. Mm -hmm. And I know too, you know, we've had conversations offline about the World Cup where, you know, we're excited to see the, ne the next match. Talk to me a little bit about, you know, the World Cup as it relates to, you know, Team Whistle. Absolutely. I think, you know, we have seen this rise in interest in women's sports um, for years now. Um, and it's something that our team is, is really um, focused on exploring. The fandom has just gone through the roof. I think you, we saw that with the Women's March Madness earlier this year, breaking records in viewership. Again, I think those athletes are given that platform on social media to reach their audiences directly. They're no longer beholden to the rights holders or to the TV networks to showcase their games. They're just going to do it themselves. And so I think people are introduced to so many more um, female athletes and the interest is just um, really kind of going through the roof. So we like to embrace those stories and tell those same relatable, inspiring stories about the women playing in, in the World Cup right now. Um, so we have a number of programs rolling out. Um, one uh, launched last week with Adobe um, that is really kind of highlighting the creativity of sport and the creativity of some um, former um, soccer players. And then we have a few more rolling out throughout the tournament. Um, again, highlighting that off the field side of those athletes, um, which has been really, really great to learn those stories and tell them. So it sounds like, you know, even aside from the World Cup, that partnerships is a large part of, you know, what Team Whistle works to build, to foster between, you know, partnerships with that you have, but also athletes and partnerships as well. Talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah, I think we sit in a very interesting place where we work directly with brands, work directly with leagues, work directly with athletes themselves. So um, as a publisher, we, um, you know, we integrate brands into all of our original programming on our channel that um, is focusing on that athlete storytelling. So um, we give brands a positive home. Um, to tell these athlete stories and really encourage them to tell unique stories um, and not those that you kind of hear every day. Um, and then with the leagues and the teams, uh, we work directly with them to build up um, their own social platforms. So for example, we partnered with the Premier League back in 2019, and we actually helped them launch their own YouTube channel and still to this day manage 
all of the content on that channel, create original series that help activate their brand partnerships. But I think most importantly, as we approach that partnership through uh, like content creator events. So because we really understand what works, we didn't want their YouTube channel to feel like a boring soccer leagues YouTube channel. We wanted it to be really fun and have creators and have athletes showcase their personalities. Um, so we were really able to do that with the leagues. And then with the athletes themselves, you know, we, we really embrace working with them and embrace the stories that they want to tell as content creators themselves um, and kind of give them the opportunity to do so and so with support of brands for their own leagues. I love that. I love that. And, you know, when you're talking about, you know, we've, we've talked a little bit about football, soccer, um, you know, are there any kind of client profiles or trends in, you know, brands in sports and leagues that you tend to see working with Team Whistle more? I think because we really focus on that modern sports fan that has the broad range of interests and broad range of passions, we really try to use sport as like a small vehicle to highlight other passions. So while a lot of our content will feature an athlete, um, you know, it might, we might not even talk about them as an NBA player at all. We're focused on the fact that they love making homemade sushi on the weekends with their, with their family. So I think because we have such a broad range of passion points, we can tap into those kind of like cross-functional passions, like fashion and music and family that really like cross into sport. Um, so I don't think we're ever really limited on the type of brands to work with. It's just kind of how do we tell a story and how do we authentically integrate a brand in a unique way by working with the right athlete um, and working in our, uh, within our formats that we've uh, I think built that's- that's great. That's great. And, you know, I think, uh, Katie, you mentioned that you've been with Team Whistle for some time now. I imagine you've seen growth, you know, obviously as the Senior Director of Global Marketing, you've seen a lot of growth probably in the, in the marketing sense as well. Talk to me about, you know, the company's growth and what you've seen in your division as well over the years. Yeah. Um, so Whistle started um, back in 2014 as a completely different business than we are now. Um, so we started as more of an influencer network and like an MCN. So um, what we did was build up a you know roster of, of a few hundred different YouTube channels, and we helped those content creators grow their grow their platform. We helped um, them monetize. We helped sell inventory across that that network of creators um but then we really wanted to invest in, in ourselves and invest in our own brand as whistle um so that's when we started to build out um an original slate of content so um our very first uh original that we ever launched is called no days off and it profiles the training regimen and the support system of different athletes and still one of our most popular shows today i think we've done over 300 episodes now, um, which has been great. Um, but then we kind of looked back and had all this data and all this in, insight from the channels that we manage in our network and then from our own channels. And we wanted to apply those to our partners. So in 2022, uh, we formally launched our content studio, which is where we are helping the teams and the leagues and other, other brands grow their social channels. So there's been a lot of growth. Um, and then this year we were also acquired by the Zone group, um, which has been a really exciting change for us and a really, um, fun transition to integrate into such a large, um, and like well-respected global sports brand, um, with the zone. 
That's really cool. That's awesome. And, you know, as we look ahead, is there anything that you can share that might be coming down the line? I know you teased a little bit about kind of like the, what more sponsorships dropping for the world cup, anything, anything that we could look forward to in the future? I think what we've really been um, leaning into recently is just the, the new emphasis that that's placed on short form um, video and just like how important TikTok is, how important YouTube shorts um, is being a sports fan, it's your second screen, you're constantly on it. Um, when we built our original slate back in 2018, you know, it was just mid-form YouTube videos, mid-form Facebook videos, and we would, you know, cut down little clips and post those across other platforms. But, you know, in the last year, um, these other social platforms have emerged as just such powerhouses in the space. Mm -hmm. And it's so important to have unique content on those channels. So we no longer do cut downs. Every piece of content we produce across those channels is made with that channel in mind. Um, so I think we're going to continue to expand on that slate, um, continue to expand our short form slate. Um, and um, one other really exciting thing we've been doing is building out um, a slate of in-house hosts. So we've been bringing on to full-time staff content creators in, in their own right, who have their own fans across these social platforms. They know these platforms in and out, and they're the ones that are helping design our social strategy and our partner social strategy. So really kind of building up the creator economy within our own company has been really exciting. And having those folks both behind the scenes working on the strategy, but also on camera as hosts and telling some of these relatable stories we've been talking about uh, is something I think we're going to continue to invest in and continue to grow over the next oh. um, few months. That's so cool. And so many people forget that, you know, YouTube is one of the, what, the second largest search engine, um, you know, across, across the, you know, the, the internet. So such a huge, great platform to be able to leverage for, you know, brands, athletes, you know, alike. I think that's fantastic. So, you know, Katie, as we start to wrap up this conversation, you hear, you know, common misconceptions or things that people think are necessarily true that, you know, may not necessarily be accurate. I imagine that, you know, there probably can be a lot of big personalities or things like that, you know, in the industry, things like that. Anything that you want to share? Ooh, um, I think it's probably just because it's sports and because it's social media, two things that people encounter every single day. I think people think it's easy uh, to like have to succeed in it. Um, and I think that, you know, having a, a passionate interest in both, which I do, makes it so much more fun. But um, I do think social media is always on, it's 24 seven, there's no breaks. Um, so kind of combining that with trying to break through the clutter in the sports space, there's so much content about sports. So like, how do you stand out? How do you make your content rise to the top of someone's algorithm? I think it's a really unique balance. And I think it's a lot tougher than, than some people might think, you know, no. that's probably what I would say. I completely agree with you. And I think you're spot on with that. Well, you know, Katie, I think this, like I said, this has been a fantastic conversation. As we start to wrap up, is there anything that you want to leave our listeners with any advice that you've received anything over the years that you've heard or anything you want to leave our listeners with? I think as far as advice goes, um, my number one thing would just be to remain adaptable, be adaptable, um, I think working in content and working in social media what works and what's trending today is not what's working tomorrow. So getting these strategies together and getting brands on board with different concepts, it's, it's really all about staying adaptable, changing to um, 
uh, constantly changing and having the ability to kind of try out new things. Um, I think the last few weeks have been an incredible example. Um, we've had Twitter do a full rebrand. They are now X. We also have a completely new social platform with threads to play around with, test new things. Um, so kind of having that comfortability and that confidence in pivoting quickly, trying new things, knowing you're gonna fail, not everything is gonna get a million views um, is something I've found really helpful uh, in the last few years. I think that's fantastic. Well, Katie, I think this has been a great and very insightful conversation. I really appreciate you breaking down the, you know, the history of Whistle, kind of where you're, where you're coming from, where you're going. I think this was a great conversation. I really appreciate you being on Business Ninjas today. Yeah, it was great. Great to chat with you today. Thank you. Yeah, great to have you. Hey, are you a business ninja? Want to be interviewed like this? Give us a shout. Go to www.writeforme.io. W-R-I-T-E-F-O-R-M-E dot I-O and schedule a time to meet with us and we'll make it happen. Keep slaying it, y'all.